When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Hibbets the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on You Need Therapy podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host. And if you are unfamiliar with what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of You Need Therapy where we answer or I answer the questions that you guys send in to me at Catherine at You Need Therapy podcast.com. Now, quick reminder before we get into today's episode that although I am answering your questions, this still does not serve as a replacement or substitute for any actual mental health services. Now, per usual, we do one question episode and we always keep them anonymous and we're actually answering the second question from the listener from last week who wrote in asking about some spirituality stuff and how to tell the difference between mental health issues and spiritual issues. And here is her second question. During a recent appointment with my psychiatrist, the doctor stated that my history strongly suggests the presence of bipolar 2 and recommended I follow the treatment plan accordingly. He said it typically takes over 10 years to properly diagnose patients with bipolar 2 and that most are misdiagnosed and treated for depression slash anxiety, as I have been. He said that it typically takes over 10 years to properly diagnose patients with bipolar 2 and that most are misdiagnosed and treated for depression slash anxiety, likely due to the fact that hypomanic episodes are subtle and not as intense as manic episodes with bipolar 1. I'm still wrapping my head around this and trying to do as much research as I can. I am also trying to understand certain patterns of my behavior to see if this diagnosis resonates with my lived experience. It's a lot to take in. Do you have patients who struggle with bipolar 2? Do you have any resources you can recommend for this specific topic? Most of the information I'm finding out there is relevant for bipolar 1, but not as much for other diagnoses on the spectrum of bipolar. All right, so for anybody who is not familiar with bipolar disorder, there are two main forms that most people who are familiar with bipolar disorder of any form 
are familiar with. So there's bipolar one and bipolar two. Now, they can be similar, but they also are very different. So bipolar one includes having at least one manic episode. And bipolar two will have something that is called hypomania, which is a less severe form of mania. Now, both may have bouts of depression, so you're going to see that with both. However, people who are struggling with bipolar 2 might have more severe bouts of depression or their experiences of depression might last a little longer. And also, not to make this more confusing than it already is, people who have bipolar 1 also might have hypomania, but they have to have had at least one experience of mania as well. And somebody who has bipolar two has not experienced mania. They are only going to, if they experience a form of this, they're going to have hypomania. Now, it's also important to mention here that bipolar does not look like what I think a lot of people out there think it looks like. It doesn't look like swift mood swings that happen like within 30 seconds. They are longer lasting, more prevalent shifts. And so when we say things like, oh my gosh, he's so bipolar or she was being so bipolar. We're very much mislabeling what we are experiencing with the people around us because that is not what this disorder looks like at all. It's also worth mentioning here that something I have found difficult at times is, and I mean difficult as a practitioner, as a clinician, trying to differentiate between borderline personality disorder and bipolar disorder because a lot of their symptoms can mimic the other Now, one is a personality disorder, borderline personality disorder is a personality disorder, and there's not specifically medication that you can take that will take away some of these symptoms. There are medications you can take that can help alleviate some of the things that come along with borderline personality disorder, but that is a disorder that is largely built and created out of severe trauma, and that is a result in in symptoms of experiencing severe trauma. And so a lot of the the treatment for that is going to be more on the therapy side. And like I said, you can take medications, but there's not a medication to cure that. Now, bipolar disorder is actually more of a chemical imbalance that is largely inherited from genetics in which there can be a large medication management portion of this in the treatment. So they are very different. One is based uh, more specifically and strictly within the chemical imbalances in your brains, within neurotransmitters and stuff like that. And one is a result of trauma that it has more to do with our own behavior and our beliefs and our own fears rather than the chemicals in our brain. And I know as I'm saying this, this probably sounds very confusing, but I, it is worth noting that as we're talking about the, the difficulty in diagnosing it, that's another part that can be really difficult is seeing these things that can look very similar, seeing them as different and being able to really take the time to assess where the symptoms are coming from. Now, I have not ever heard someone say specifically that it takes 10 years to diagnose a patient with bipolar disorder. I think that it's probably true that it has taken 10 years for some people to be properly diagnosed, but I do believe that it sometimes can take a good bit to properly assess the symptoms. And that's connected to what I just said above about how it can be difficult to differentiate between certain things. And then the other thing is it can take a good bit of time to 
find the proper medication regimen because there isn't just one regimen that works for everybody that has this disorder. It's going to be based on a lot of things and you might have to try a lot of things out and that can be exhausting. It can be just kind of disappointing. It can be difficult and disheartening. And and so anybody who has gone through that or is going through that, I want you to know that it, it is difficult, not because you're being difficult or because there's something wrong with you. It's just a hard process that hasn't been easily nailed down yet because we are created so differently. And there are so many forms of our brains and how they work and how they function and that what we do that might impact how they function. There are a lot of symptoms within mental health disorders that cross over between different disorders. And so it can take a good bit, like I said, to, to understand the spectrum of somebody's symptoms. So again, I don't know that it necessarily has to take 10 years. It can take 10 years, but I think it's pretty fair to say it's okay if it takes a little longer because we want to really sit down and be intentional about what we're looking at versus just being like, oh, this sounds like this. Let's give them that. Now, as far as resources, I don't have a lot of specific things that I would recommend for you other than something like using the Bipolar 2 workbook that you can get off of Amazon. But what can be really helpful, I believe, is to just keep a journal for yourself. So you can look back and assess how your symptoms show up in different times. So you have an accurate description from where you were and how you felt in that moment versus having to go back and think about what things were like or think about what certain moments were like or think about where your head space, your head was at in certain spaces. I would also recommend seeing a professional who can take time to sit down with you and explain what you're experiencing and what this diagnosis means because there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet that sometimes it's confusing, but also sometimes it's just wrong. And you shouldn't have to do cartwheels to find a description of something somebody has diagnosed you with. Now, what I I would want you to know about this diagnosis, if this is to be an accurate diagnosis for you, is that it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be a very helpful answer. And someone who is living with bipolar disorder has the ability to live a full and wonderful long life. It doesn't mean you're going to be ridden with horrible mood swings and instability for the rest of your life. And with the true understanding of what's going on, you get to have the opportunity to find out what medications are right for you, what behavioral changes might be right for you, what therapies might be the best for you, so you can balance that imbalance that you have been experiencing in your brain. However, with that, I would definitely talk with your doctor about things that might impact this. So things that you you wouldn't want to be doing while you're trying to figure all this out. Things like drinking, smoking, etc. Because the right medication regimen can be easily ruined by something like that. And I also want to add that this disorder has really received a stigma that it does not deserve. And that is what I was getting at with the they are so bipolar comment that I made above. It paints this disorder in a light that is just so inaccurate and you can actually be best friends with somebody with bipolar disorder and never know it because they're taking care of themselves well and they found that medication that works for them and and they do the things that they have found that help them maintain stability. And so those comments can really hurt somebody that you would have no idea they would, they would hurt because you actually don't know those people actually have that disorder. And it also just paints people struggling with this or people that have this in a horrible light. And they are just people like any other people. 
we all have things that we have to work on, pay attention to. I mean, think about somebody who gets cancer isn't a bad person or isn't a crazy person. We don't get these things based on any moral compass. They are just things that happen in the world and there's no moral or value reasoning behind it. So I I really just always feel the need to say that when we're talking about specific, well, really all mental health diagnoses because they all can have a pretty wrong stigma, but specifically ones like this because you didn't do anything to get this. And even if you did, I mean, even if you did do something and that's why you have this, it doesn't mean that you deserve to suffer. People with this disorder don't deserve to suffer and they're not trying to create suffering for themselves or other people. And so I think that's important to keep in these conversations. So as always, I hope this was helpful. I know I didn't have a lot of resources, but I just really do want to encourage you to ask the people that you're working with the things that you want to know. And if they can't give you the answer, then you can say, okay, well, I'd like to speak to somebody who can because if somebody's treating your mental health disorder, they should be able to give you these, these kinds of answers. And that is going to do it for today. If you guys have any questions, feedback, comments, if you have resources that you've used and you have bipolar disorder, then please send them to me. You can send them to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. You can send me really anything there, questions, feedback, all the things. You can follow the, us at unitherapypodcast on Instagram and at cat.defada. And I'll be back with you guys on Monday for a very fun episode of You Need Therapy that I am excited about. So until then, I hope you have the day you need to have and I will talk to you soon. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.